Welcome to AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic radio station. And I am Linda Scharnhorst, and I'm here with Mary Lou Consent and Annie Porter, who's doing the board. She is like one hardworking person today. Still here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one constant, right? Is she hasn't abandoned us. <laughs> exactly. We're not alone. So um, we are excited to be with you live from the studio in Roswell, Georgia. And we know we have so many people joining us from locally as well as far afield. And uh, we are believing for great things to happen. And for you to get something out of this hour. And let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Holy Spirit, Spirit. Amen. amen. Holy Spirit, we love you, we praise you. And Heavenly Father, we just lift this all up to you. Every listener, everyone that's gonna join and hear Um, The exchange that happens, we know it's ordained by you, Lord, and we're giving it all to you. And we're giving you the desires for this radio station just to be a way that we can help save souls. And we believe that you're doing a new thing, a new thing right now. And we believe you are healing and you are merciful and you are loving and you're going to show up big during this five to six hour today. And we ask this all in your precious son, Jesus's name. Amen. 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 Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Spirit. So we're going to start off because this is not, I am like an expert now because I've done it like for one hour. Totally. So this is like going on my second hour. So Mary Lou, this is your first time, right? Ever doing this? That's correct. Uh, Yes. I'll I'll teach the ropes. I learned this morning. Uh Uh-oh, I'm in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) But Annie um, is going to give us a little update because there were some donations that came in at the last hour that I was on that we did not get to recognize. And we want to also say that. So Annie, I'm going to shoot over to you for a moment yeah okay so we want to thank everyone that gave in that 4 p.m hour because we did hit our goal and that was so exciting so we were able to get that match we hit our goal of three thousand we got a match of three thousand so that's six thousand dollars for catholic radio which is incredible and we want to thank mary and trish and elaine and ann and sabine angela and jeremy Mara, Suzanne, and Liz, and Marianne, we just thank you all so much for your donations last hour. And we are so excited to add some more names to this list for this hour, guys. So we need you to call 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or you can go to thequestatlanta.com and click that donate button. And we got a big out, a big goal for this hour, guys, don't we? Yes. What's that goal? It's $7,000. $7,000. So we need your help to hit that. So, because we also have a match. And this hour, if we hit $7,000, we can get an extra $5,000 for Catholic Radio. How amazing is that? So call us, 470-508-1160 or thequestatlanta.com. Great. Thank you, Annie, so much. So so I was telling you that I was, you know, the first time I did it was this morning, but my best man at my wedding gave me some great advice. And he said, Linda, if you mess up, they don't care. They really, really don't care. You know, and he said that every listener is rooting for you. So I kind of came in with that, but I was a little tempted because I said, well, this is a Catholic radio station. So if we mess up, they're not only rooting for us, they're going to start praying for us, you know? <laughs> and if we really, really mess up, they might even start like a nine day novena, you know? For us. <laughs> We're hoping. <laughs> exactly. So, so we want every listener praying because 7,000, we, it is possible because in the morning between 11 and 12, we had a $10,000 goal. And we met it. And that's because of what you all have done. So we know thank there's you, other, listeners. Yes. Thank you so much. This is uh, a partnership. This isn't, uh, I did hear a story today and I, I wanted to share it. If anyone has ever sat in a movie theater and maybe the movie doesn't have like, but one or two main characters, if you sit to the very end and watch all the credits, you see a lot of names go by. And that's because it takes so many people to put 
something out in front of us, right? And this is 100% listener supported. And also, it's really virtually all volunteers. So you're really seeing what you're putting out for evangelization, you know, out on the airwaves is going right to that immediate need of the costs. So um, we'll go ahead and start off with that. We'll tell them about the science project we did. Mary Lou, does that sound well, good? Well, it's really an experiment. Experiment. There yes. you go. Okay. Yes. Experiment. So <laughs> we're professionals at this. <laughs> <laughs> so Mary Lou and I met last week over the phone and we're both new at this and we're like, what do you do? So we decided that we would do a little science experiment and that we would kind of binge listen, I guess, if you would say to the quest between the time we last talked and then we would share what we got out of Catholic radio so we could share it with you. Okay, so um, I'm going to let Mary Lou start, but beforehand, I want to give you the phone number 470-508-1160 and also at thequestatlanta.com is where you can put your donation. So Mary Lou, what did you get out of listening to the week of radio that we just listened to together? Just an abundance of information, inspiration, just wonderful material from this station And we're hoping that everyone listening is able to benefit as well. So listen, call in, and be prepared to open up that pocketbook or that wallet. (laughs) But um, first of all, I just wanted to thank Linda for the introduction and to explain to everybody that even though we only know one another for 72 hours, we've become fast and furious friends. Absolutely. So a lot of similarities. Mm -hmm. We have one cradle Catholic and one convert. Yep. So here you go. But um, again, thank you for listening. And um, thank you for our volunteers. Mm -hmm. Thank you for any donations. Thank you for your support. And um, we have people praying for us right this moment in the chapel. So we want to certainly acknowledge them. We want to make sure that you folks understand that this station would not be here without listener support. And um, 100% listener support, actually. Mm -hmm. And um, lots and lots of volunteers. So just this second, know that you're being prayed for for as well as we are, too. So I think probably this past week or the past several days, whenever Mm -hmm. I've tuned into the quest to find out what my favorites are Mm -hmm. or what I found most appealing, I would have to say that I'm an early riser. So... Today, my day started at 4.30, and I was at the gym by 6 o'clock, and then did my walk with my three dogs. So at any rate, if you can get up and catch that morning show called Morning Glory, you folks will absolutely love it. It's a great way to just kickstart your day, and you don't have to go to the gym. So (laughs) it's awesome. That would be probably one of my favorites. But being a counselor, I also am attracted to More to Life. And whenever I listen to More to Life, I cannot write that fast enough. It's just incredible, the amount of information and uh, just the competency between the two folks that do that Mm -hmm. show. It's a husband and wife team. I would encourage you to check that out. Just, you know, find out what it's about and if it's something that might strike your fancy. But um, there's advice on there for everyone, suggestions and advice. And it's just a great way to not only increase your faith, but to have that support of somebody on the other end that understands what, mm-hmm. what it is that you're going through. 
Yeah, you know, it's funny that you say that, Mary Lou, because I think when we chatted afterwards, too, we didn't want to share too much. We wanted to kind of share here. But we both said we realized how little we knew, you know, about our Catholic faith because there's so much information out there. And um, for me, I guess there's three things that came to mind that I got out of it. And I want to give you the number, too, just in case you're trying to call. We have uh, a couple phone people taking phone calls right now, 470-508-1160, thequestatlanta.com. So if you have any trouble getting out on the phone lines, please feel free to go to the app or the website, and uh, you'll be able to do it uh, very quickly. So I guess a couple things that I saw was... When we say the world is crazy, how many times do you hear someone say like, boy, this world's just gotten so bad. It's just so crazy. 20 times a day. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. we're told it, yeah. right? It's like in yeah. the media, it's constantly just, we're told every bad negative thing that's possible. So what I realized is that there's so many miracles that you hear about listening to Catholic radio. And when you listen to the quest, you hear of just every day, and I don't mean in uh, a mundane sense, but every day, literally, you hear of miracles. And those miracles would just be stored in that person's mind and never shared and used to uplift other people. But because we're putting it out and letting people take that in, I just noticed, I'm like, why am I even watching any of that other news? <laughs> you know, like, let's stay with the uplifting, like you said. You know, It's those- so discouraging otherwise. And so we right. have an opportunity to tune into something so yeah, to profound fo- and positive to, to um, you know, when we follow the Lord, focus is so important. And when we focus on something that's negative and fear, uh, you know, breeds fear, that doesn't do anything, you know, and so I could see the difference. And then um, the second one is, you know, God loves us. If he gives us, if you learn so much, there's so many, if whatever kind of person you are, whatever you gravitate towards, you're going to find something you know, as you're listening, because if you're really heady and you want to really understand the dogmas of the faith, you can go, you know, to maybe Dr. Anders, you know, if you want to just get uplifted and just, you know, make the energy to get through with the kids and you've been homeschooling and home everything, and you're just, you know, need something uplifting, then you have the other shows. So that's one thing I realized. And then, um, just if someone is calling 470-508-1160, you know, again, it's Linda Sharnhorse and I'm here with Mary Lou Conzen and Annie Porter. And um, we're talking about what we did in our little science experiment of listening to the Quest Atlanta. So any other thoughts that you had, Mary Lou? Well, I'm just wondering if we're going to come across as maybe, you know, Marie Curie or <laughs> Louis Pasteur with this experiment, but it's just... It's an avenue where there's just so much richness mm-hmm. and um, a way to follow Christ, uh, get closer to Christ, and support a radio station that is just awesome. As you probably already know, if you've tuned in even for a minute or two, but um, please consider donating because we have a bell here on our table and we want to be able to ring it before the end of this hour. So yeah, so that means we got to hit that $7,000 goal. And so that way we get that $5,000 match. That would be just incredible. So 470-508-1160 or thequestatlanta.com and click that donate button. And we're about to listen to a clip, right, Annie? Yeah. Uh, and it's um, from Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo. And Christ is the Answer was being aired at 8 a.m. on the Quest, but we're now airing the Mass at that time until the Mass you know, for the Archdiocese um, is freely acceptable, accessible. And uh, so we'll look for more on this show in June. But let's go ahead and listen to this clip. Why should you be Catholic? Oftentimes people come into RCIA, the real RCIA, 
and they think uh, they might be there because they're, they're engaged and their fiance is Catholic. And so for the sake of unity in the household, they consider converting. It's a pretty laudable thing. It's not a good reason to be Catholic. Oftentimes you might think of converting because, uh, you know, your parents, maybe they've gone through a conversion, they became Catholic, or somebody that you know is, you know, you want to grow into a deeper friendship with them, and so you think for the sake of them you become Catholic. It's not a good reason to be Catholic. Nor is it a good reason not to be Catholic because you're afraid that it might cause some difficulties in the family. We all know people. I'm really close with somebody who I know knows the Catholic Church has the fullness of the means of salvation and is resisting coming into the church because even though the person knows it's true, is afraid of what it will do in the family. And on a personal level, I mean, how do you not understand that? Who wants to sign up for opposition in the family? The question then becomes, how do I live with integrity knowing that something is true and not deciding to embrace it? Nor is the reason to become Catholic because you found a welcoming community. That's great, but sooner or later, the welcoming community will no longer be all that you thought it would be. It's like when we do marriage prep with couples and we sit down, so why do you want to marry your fiance? He makes me laugh. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Won't be long, he's going to be making you cry. (laughs) I mean, you, you better have something more than that. That's great, I'm glad he makes you laugh, but is there any meat? You know, is there any substance to the relationship? Are you confident that he loves you or that she loves you? What is it that you're making this decision based upon? So for us, when it comes to matters of faith, the reason to become Catholic is simply because it's true. If it's not true, the hell with it. And I mean that, the hell with it. This is some really wacky, evil idea if this is not true. It would be idolatry. It would be ludicrous. It would be a total waste of time. The reason to become Catholic is because it's true question becomes, how do you know it's true? And that's really the question. Flip to the article that I gave you on um, Catholic spirituality. Let's just read a little bit here real quick. I'm going to start on page 227. I'm going to flip around a little bit, but this is a great section. I love the way Howard writes. It says, as you know, all of us do what we do for reasons that have roots in our history and culture. Some Jews, for example, wear great fur hats and long black coats and white stockings. You need to inquire into their history before you decide that they have unstylish taste. Calvinists put the pulpit at the center of focus in their churches. They have passionate reasons for adopting this architectural arrangement. Evangelicals sing a certain kind of gospel song or praise song which finds its roots in modern American culture. I am speaking, of course, of tradition. To be humid at all is to be deeply rooted in tradition. We would all agree that there are bad traditions and good traditions. Today in India, I suppose the shackling of slaves would be bad traditions, whereas taking off one's hat in a church, standing up when a woman comes into the room, would be good traditions. To say that something is traditional leaves open the question as to whether it ought to be changed. If it is frivolous or brutish or misbegotten, then we would all agree that change is indicated. That's a very important line right here. There is no such thing as non-traditional Christianity. Let that sink in for a second. There is no such thing as non-traditional Christianity. What we do when we meet with other believers for worship, the sequence we follow, the very phrases and vocabulary that crop up, these did not spring straight from the pages of the New Testament yesterday. John Wesley or General William Booth or Menno Simons or John Calvin or Martin Luther or J.N. Darby or John Wimber or D.L. Moody or Roger Williams or A.J. Gordon or Ignatius of Antioch or Clement of Rome or Justin Martyr or Gregory I. These gentlemen stand there between you and the morning of Pentecost in Jerusalem 2,000 years ago. 
Even if you strive mightily for spontaneity in your worship, you discover that your spontaneity very quickly gels into half a dozen or so phrases and gestures. We are all human, forsooth, and we can no more shuck off tradition than we can shuck off these bodies of ours. As our forerunners in the ancient faith moved out from that dazzling Pentecostal morning into the long hall of history, we find that the touchstone for their life together and for their prayer and for their worship was apostolic. I love his expressions here. Christianity was not just a higgledy. We're back at thequestatlanta.com. AM 1160, and the number to call in is 470-508-1160. This is Linda Scharnhorst. I'm here with Mary Lou Gonson and Annie Porter. And Mary Lou, some people probably heard you say counselor, that you're a counselor. What type of counselor are you? Well, my specialty is grief and loss. Mm -hmm. So this is a wonderful time for me to try to impart some information and to support and help people with this COVID-19 business, Mm -hmm. especially now. So you were a nurse originally, right? That's correct. Okay, so when you were a nurse, what type of things did you hear from people? What things were they suffering with or, you know, encountering? Well, an array of things. Mm -hmm. But um, being in a hospital setting and then also having a counseling background because the two careers merged at one point. Yeah. I heard a lot about anger. If they were, if someone was facing death or if it was a family member, you know, they might Mm -hmm. be just so afraid. And just, you know, in search of help and support. It was a secular setting where I was, but I still identified as a Christian counselor Mm -hmm. in that setting. So I was available for folks that would want to talk about anything that they might be confronted with in terms of end of life issues. Got it. And so then you made the full time switch to be counselor, right? From nursing. Yes, that's correct. And you made a move down to Atlanta, right? You were up in D.C. area, was that? Yes. Okay. Yes. We were up north, and um, I've been doing the counseling for about 20-plus years. Mm-hmm. Graduate of George Mason University in Northern Virginia, and also worked in that metro area of you know mm-hmm. Maryland, Virginia, and uh, Washington, D.C. But um, it was interesting because when we moved here 15 years ago, I thought that I would probably just work somewhere, mm-hmm. but I had an opportunity, and I'm sure that this was the Holy Spirit in charge of all of this, leading me to the possibility of opening up my own practice, which was something that I always toyed with that idea, but I figured if we're up in D.C. and I was already stationary and in a hospital that I loved the setting and I loved what I was doing, that it really wasn't on my radar until we came to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So when once I started to cultivate that idea and it was coming to fruition, I figured, you know, I need a name for this counseling service. So prayed to the Holy Spirit, said all of my prayers many times, asked folks to pray for me in terms of guidance with what to do and what kind of a decision to make about the name. And I'd always been attracted to the work of Pope Benedict. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I started to really delve into his encyclicals. And based on my background with folks needing the support and help and some hope Mm -hmm. at the end of life, I thought, you know what? I think I'm going to just go for Space Alvey, which is his second encyclical that he penned in 2007. So, And what does Space Alvey mean for those listeners who might not know? So Space Alvey is a meaning for hope. Mm -hmm. So it just fit perfectly with the 
type of style, my style, the type of counseling that I would be doing and um, specializing in. So along the way, I did do a lot of marriage and family therapy, which I'm also certified in doing. But my love is with grief and loss mm-hmm. and death and dying. So, okay. So this is Linda Sharnhorse. I'm here talking with Mary Lou Conson. The number to call is four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty, and you can also go on the app or the website thequestatlanta.com. And we're four thousand eight hundred fifty dollars away from our seven thousand goal. Four thousand eight hundred fifty. So we really need those phones going if you're able. And um, with the you picks you have certain word that you use when you pick that encyclical to kind of base your, your um, situation on was because of, it was an anchor. Yes. It's definitely an anchor mm-hmm. just like this station. Yeah. It's, it's an anchor, but um, it, it's just been an interesting kind of journey and we're all still on our journey. But um, I look at my profession now as being a vocation. Mm -hmm. And in the past, it was work and it was my profession. And that's what I graduated school to do. Mm -hmm. But now it's really become a a vocation. Yeah. Um, So I have a question for you, because during this whole thing, everyone's having different I think people are even as they're coming out of this whole COVID thing, they're realizing that what they knew isn't going to be exactly the same. And um, I think you use like the assumptive, like their situation, they assume it's going to be like it was before it's not. And that's a source of grief, right? Yeah. For people. Um, So what do you have to say about hope? Where does hope play into this? Well, hope is the eternal that's the gem. Mm -hmm. That's what we're hoping to all have hope. Mm hmm. But something that a lot of folks don't understand is that hope is a choice. Yeah. So it's something that you need to subscribe to and be open to. But um, in terms of your question, I'm I'm just thinking that I'm thinking that it lays the ground. Hope lays the groundwork for whatever it is that you're going to be confronted with. Mm-hmm. And right now it's this virus. Mm-hmm. And when we talk, you mentioned the assumptive world. Yeah. So we have this vision of the way things are supposed to do. Be, yeah. Be, and what we're supposed to do in that environment. And when things are not that way, we lose the stability and the security. And we start to feel that we're just off track and not not knowing what to do. So... We have this worldview in this assumptive world, and when things are going well and there's predictability and security and safety, then everything seems to be running along just fine. But with something that that comes out of the blue, like the COVID, mm-hmm. it's so um, it's unannounced. It's not expected. It just throws you off your mark. So um, there, that's whenever you really need to believe in something bigger yep and have hope and have the hope that's so necessary to get through the challenge so um, we're about to take a break here a two-minute break the number again is 470-508-1160 thequestatlanta.com you can go call on the website or go on the website or um, use the app and it's 470-508-1160 and the phones are ringing so that is good and annie did want to turn it over to you a second yeah so we want to give a little shout out here to our folks who've called in and donated so far so we've had thomas a from roswell william d from buford and we've had edith m from atlanta mike w from atlanta 
Edwin M. from Atlanta, Mary Jo from, all right, Odenton. 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 I'm like, <laughs> give a shout is, out to Odenton. I'm Maryland. just saying it's not Georgia. So <laughs> I can't be held accountable for how I say it. So Odenton, Maryland. Great. Yes. And we also have, oh, I said Thomas. So Thomas. So thank you everyone for your donations this hour. And I will have an update with you for how far away from that $7,000 goal we where we're at, basically, when we get back from this break. But we really want to hit that $7,000 mark so we can get that extra 5000 for Catholic Radio. So call 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or thequestatlanta.com, and click that donate button. The Quest would like to wish a very happy birthday today to Father Luis Cordoba. Happy, happy birthday! Please join us in the gift of a birthday prayer for Father Luis Cordoba. From you, our listeners, as we say... God our Father, we give thanks to you for Father Luis, whose birthday we celebrate today. We thank you for his devotion to you and the role he serves as a shepherd of the church. May he enjoy the beauty of your love today in many little ways. We ask this in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Do you have a friend or family member who's seeking to grow in their spirituality? Know someone who's fallen away from their faith? Why not invite them to listen to AM 1160 The Quest? We offer a wide variety of the most prominent voices on Catholic Radio. There are four great ways to listen to The Quest. On your radio at AM 1160, online at thequestatlanta.com, on your smart speaker, and on the Quest Atlanta app. Please invite a friend to listen to AM 1160 The Quest today. We need Catholic radio because we really need an influence that's countercultural. We need an influence that's going to remind us of what's really important in our lives, remind us about our faith as our top priority, remind us of why we're here on this earth to make a decision to become more and more like Christ. And that's the job of Catholic radio. To donate, go to thequestatlanta.com. The Quest presents Mom Minutes with Cameron Frad from Among the Lilies. Sometimes as a mom, I think that we think we need to have it all together and we need to show our kids that we have it all together. But I don't think that's true. I think one of the greatest things we can do with our children is tell them when we mess up. Tell them like, you know what? Mommy made a mistake here and I'm very sorry. I did something that was not okay and I shouldn't have done it. I do it when I lose my temper with my children and I say, please forgive me for losing my temper. And my children say, mom, I forgive you. Teaching your child to admit when they've been wrong and asking for forgiveness is huge. I encourage you to use this language with your children. Model it, show it. My husband and I say it to each other. We say it to our kids. When we do something wrong, we don't say, oh, well, that's okay, don't worry about it, or just sorry. It's please forgive me. And then receiving that and saying, I forgive you, I love you. You don't have to be perfect as a mom. Be real, be honest, seek forgiveness when you make mistakes. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. Alpha Rug Expo is a family-owned and operated business specializing in carpet and hardwood floors. Alpha Rug Expo has served the Alpharetta coming and surrounding areas for over 20 years. Online at alpharug.com. The Quest thanks Alpha Rug Expo for their support. This is Mary Welch Rogers from the Cathedral of Christ the King in Atlanta. You're listening to Atlanta Catholic Radio, AM 1160, The Quest.
Welcome back to the Quest Atlanta, uh, 11, uh, AM 1160 for 1160 is the number to call in. And we're about to um, introduce our special guest that we have, Father Dan Ketter. And uh, just Mary Lou and I were talking over the break and uh, a couple of things too. So the cyclical that she mentioned was Space Alvey. So if you would like to go read that, that it's it's beautiful. And I read a couple of things and I just wanted to put a couple pieces of hope out there because I think it really speaks to what... Um, but Mary Lou was saying, you know, it's it, uh, Pope Endic said that not that we know the details of what awaits us, but that we, you know, in general terms, um, that their life will not end in emptiness. And that's what we try to um, do at the quest is that to give people that hope that life will not end and be an emptiness. That's just not, it's not worth it, you know? And, uh, and so you can be a part of that. And when Mary, um, when Jesus, uh, came down to Mary, this hope born in her had to reach everybody. And that's what we believe here. That has to reach everybody. Give everyone a chance to hear um, the special words of salvation. Um, so right now we have Father Dan Ketter. He's on the phone, right, Annie? He is. Uh, I'm here. There he is. <laughs> hey, Welcome, Father. <laughs> Father Dan, Thank thanks, you. thanks for being here. And uh, I um, want to say we started off with talking about uh, Mary Lou and I listening to the quest and what we had heard um, and really struck us. And I thought maybe you could start off, if you don't mind, telling the story where you talked about the prayer that you learned when you were in seminary that one of the missionaries of charity taught you. I thought that was Father beautiful. Dan. But before you start, I've got a special announcement that they just came in with. So Jerry and Debbie from Take Two sent us down just today. They sent us 10 special travel rosaries they're gorgeous they're um mary lou and (laughs) they're looking at them on the table right now and they're beautiful beautiful. and you know just for this hour we have 10 of these and for our station guardians that call in and those station guardians are those who donate a hundred dollars per month uh they're going to be given one of these vintage travel rosaries in addition to our one-of-a-kind rosary that we're already giving to our station guardians while they last so those one-of-a-kind rosaries they've been touched to the actual cross of jesus christ and two other saints relics so we really want you to pick up that phone 470-508-1160 470-508-1160 or thequestatlanta.com to make that donation this is just for those station guardians of a hundred dollars a month or more so if you've been waiting to do this, now is the, the time. time. Thank you, Annie. Thank you, Annie. <laughs> so, Father Ketter, um, yeah. yeah, do you want to share that story that um, you told? I thought that was just so beautiful. You said it on um, one of our the local programming shows, but just if anyone didn't hear it, I thought it was such a beautiful story. Yeah, we were talking about uh, the Blessed Virgin Mary. It was uh, May 13th. So it was the Feast of Our Lady of Fatima. And so I was just sharing a little bit of my own um you know, Marian devotion and how that was cultivated over the years. And I recalled how uh, my first year in the seminary, I was assigned uh, to work at the Gift of Peace House in Washington, D.C., which is uh, staffed by uh, St. Mother Teresa's sisters, the Missionaries of Charity. And whenever me and my uh, fellow seminarians would arrive there to begin our, our day of, uh, of service and ministry there, uh, one of the sisters would just spend a little time with us, kind of giving us a little little fervorino. And uh, <laughs> one day she handed each of us a little business card, and she said, this is Mother Teresa's business card. And uh, it simply said on the business card, 
uh, Mary, mother of Jesus, be a mother to me now. Mm. Mary, mother Mm. of Jesus, be a mother to me now. That was a prayer that she prayed often, so often. It was so dear to her that it simply became her business card, and she she would hand it out to people. Uh, And so we were fortunate to to receive one ourselves. Now, that's wonderful. Thank you for sharing that story. What a unique Uh idea, too, to promote yourself and the goodness that she did. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's funny because I've shared that uh, story and that little prayer of hers in a number of different settings and and different audiences, and it it always resonates. Mm -hmm. (laughs) People always just, uh, um, yeah, are really touched by that and, and find in it something very, very helpful for them. Uh, and when we were on the air the other day, that was no exception. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's wonderful. So, uh, Father Dan, tell us what your, um, thoughts are about the quest. Like you've been on it, um, several times and you're uh-huh. obviously committed to it. Um, what do you uh-huh. think that does in the, in the lives of the listeners? Well, one, it's just a great, great option to have something like the quest on the airwaves. Um, I, I lament how, mm-hmm. in terms of entertainment media that's available to people these days, most of it is garbage. Uh, you know, you can go through the thousand one channels on your on your uh, television or up and down the dial on the radio, and so much of what you find is just not um, not consistent with our 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 values um, yeah. as, as Christians, as disciples of, of Jesus Christ. And so on television to have something like, say, EWTN, and on the radio to have something like The Quest, it's just, <laughs> it's just a little light in the darkness, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and something that um, we, desperately, we desperately need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, let me give the number real quick at four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty, and uh, we do have that match that if we reach the seven thousand goal, we have a five thousand dollar match. So um, we really need your calls in on the four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty or the quest atlanta dot com. Um, what else do you think in terms of just? Um, I think one of the big things for the quest is providing hope for people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what's your thoughts on that? Well. Um... Listen for five minutes and you'll come away more hopeful. <laughs> I mean, just everything, everything on the, the the station throughout the day. You know, it's all just building people up in those those fundamental, you know, virtues: faith, hope, and, and love. Um, and so, yeah, it's um, you know, again, it's just it's a great resource for. Uh, for people to have, uh, they're spending time in their car, at home, at work, whatever, uh, just to just to allow themselves to be um, uh, to be fed by something that's positive and good yep. and and edifying, rather than stuff that just drags us down or divides us or uh, makes life more rancorous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's so true, and especially coming out of this whole thing with COVID, I think people are realizing they need to avail themselves of every opportunity to be fed, and yeah. and things that are wholesome and good and uplifting, and um, mm-hmm. that's definitely mm-hmm. what we realized is that it's just when you compare it to the rest that's out there, you're right. I think that's it's, there's no comparison. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. When I was uh, up in Washington D.C. Uh, studying at Catholic University of America several years ago, it was. This was before the, we had the quest in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. 
there was a couple Catholic radio stations on air up there that I could get. And so uh, for my first year up there, I was doing a kind of lengthy commute back and forth to the university. And pretty early on, stumbled across the uh, Catholic radio stations there. And it was just so refreshing, so enjoyable to be able to listen to the different programming in the morning and in the evening. And invariably, you know, I would learn something new or uh, be, you know, uh, become, yeah, become aware of of something that was going on in the church that I was not aware of, um, and so just really came to a, to appreciate it. And then, you know, once I learned that there was a movement to get the quest going here in Atlanta, I was certainly eager to to help make it happen. Having had such a good experience with Catholic Radio up in DC. Mm-hmm. One question I have, because um, with your role, if you'll tell the listeners what your role is, judicial mm-hmm. vicar. Um, yeah, and I I read a interview you had done, I guess, for the Georgia Bulletin, and you had made the comment that the last um, canon in the Code of Canon um, is a special one about salvation Mm -hmm. of souls. And would you talk about that, given your role, where you sit now, and the quest, and why it's important? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm the judicial vicar for the uh, um, Archdiocese of Atlanta. Um, In a nutshell, that means I'm responsible for the office of the tribunal. And the tribunal um, deals with a lot of matters related to uh, the law of the Church. So the canon law is um, the expression that we use for the body of law that, that mm-hmm. governs, governs the organization and, and functioning of the, of the Church. Um, most people's contact with canon law and with the tribunal comes through marriage matters. Um, maybe they're wanting to get married, and there's some unique circumstances mm-hmm. uh, that need to be um, uh, addressed before getting married. For example, maybe a Catholic who's marrying... Uh, a non-Catholic Christian or a Catholic who's marrying um, a non-baptized person, or maybe it's two Catholics, but they're gonna they're gonna get married, you know, out mm-hmm. on you know uh, outside the diocese on the West Coast or something like that. We would handle that, uh, but we also address um, uh, annulment petitions. So people who believe that the marriage that they had entered into was um, was invalid and would like the church to take a look at that and make an official uh, uh, ruling or judgment on it. Um, they would petition for that, and we would we would um, investigate that and ultimately give a response to them. So uh, that's a that's a bulk of our work, but we do a lot of other stuff that kind of is beyond that scope as well. Um, yeah, so the code of canon law um, is. Um, is kind of the main body of law for the church. It's not the only body of law for the church, but it's the main body of law in the church, and it's uh, filled with uh, around 1,700 canons or um, uh, uh, rules or norms. Um, and the last one in the whole code of canon law uh, concludes by saying that the highest law of the church, the law to which all the other laws are ordered, is the salvation of souls. Mm. Is the salvation of souls. And I think that's uh, it's beautiful uh, because, well, for a number of reasons, but one is that people tend to think of law as cold, um, heartless, uh, mm-hmm. impersonal, um, 
And when people hear about, well, the Church has a body of law, and we have tribunals and things like that, it can, I don't know, it can just not sit well with people. But as that last canon in the Code expresses, the only reason we have a body of law, the only reason we have codes and canons and norms and statutes and all that, is for that highest law, which is the salvation of souls, that it's all ordered to getting people to heaven. Mm-hmm. What a yeah. goal. Yeah, and that's, yeah. The, and that's the goal for the quest. And um, let me just interrupt one moment, uh, Father Dan. So we're $4,685 away from being able to get that extra $5,000. So $4,685. It seems a lot, but I'm sure some people are have been waiting and listening and not um, actually making the donation. Uh, the number is 470-508-1160. And Annie, do we have any other names yeah, that you wanted to do. recognize? So we've had Rob and Ann Kay of Pompano Beach, Florida. Eunice K of Canton. Lynn H. out of Floyd's Knob, Indiana. And Marianne S. out of Dunwoody. And Marianne donated in honor of you, Linda. Oh, so, that's yes. sweet. Mm. Yes. Sweet. So, um, yes, please. Uh, um, so, Father Dan, why, why don't you let the listeners know why it's important to donate? It's important to donate because we want to keep the quest on the air, and we want the quest to uh, be able to reach more and more people. We want it to uh, to grow, to be able to explore new kinds of programming, and just uh, touch more and more people. Um, you guys would know better than I the statistics about um, how radio still has an incredible capacity to reach people. Yeah. Um, and so we want to be taking advantage of this um, this um, form of communication, uh, as old-fashioned as it may seem, <laughs> the radio, <laughs> and uh, and and reach as, as many Catholics and non-Catholics as we can, uh, build people up, people up in hope, as we've been talking about, but also invite them to the fullness of the faith in the Catholic Church. Yeah, and I think so much, too, is important to, there's so much stuff out there is just negative, fearful, like you said, just not even worthy of listening to. And we need to have some constant um, drumbeat, right, that Mm -hmm. is of, of, from God, right? And the positive, uplifting stories, and uh, because we know that we're always kind of battling every day to (laughs) keep our hope, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I think people are hungry for it too, you know, um, that, uh, they might not even know it, but mm-hmm. you know, when they stumble across a station like the quest and they hear something that really, uh, catches their ear or, or, or resonates with their heart and they end up listening and listening, um, and begin sort of taking in this very positive, uplifting, inspirational message they can begin to realize how mired in the darkness they were and how, and and, uh, it sort of um, casts in a whole different light, all that other stuff on the radio dial or on the television, you know, television channels. So, but but we've got to be able to reach the people and the only way we're going to be doing it is if we have the the finances, the funding that we need, the supporters that we need to, to keep the quest going and not just keep it going, but to keep it growing and reaching more and more people. And what if, uh, if you just, you know, it's been, since you've been in the role, it's been a few years, but before you were at St. Jude's uh, Catholic Church, um, St. Jude the Apostle, and 
you know, you definitely met with a lot of parishioners and you still have all the interactions, especially in your role currently, but what would you like to speak to the listeners, you know, straight from you, um, not even necessarily about the quest, but just what do you think that it would be good for them to hear at this moment in this time in history where we are right now? Yeah, the, um, the drum that I've been pounding mm-hmm. <laughs> during this, uh, during this uh, you know, quarantine, shelter in place, uh, being uh, kept away from public celebration of the sacraments um, is pray, pray, pray. Yeah. And, you know, it's, uh, I think we, prayer can be sort of easily dismissed. Oh, yeah, yeah, we should pray. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, that's obvious. You know, we should do that. And, we, you know, maybe move on. What, well, we should be doing something more. We should, you know, mm-hmm. some different program or initiative or, you know. Uh, no. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. yeah, sure, do those things. But they all have to be rooted they all have to be built on a foundation of, of prayer. I mean, that is, yep. as the heart and soul of the spiritual life is is prayer. And if you, the person, if a Christian doesn't have uh, a robust, mature, consistent prayer life, whatever else they're doing, they're building it on sand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while yes, we haven't been able to go into our churches, we haven't been able to gather for mass. Uh, nobody's stopping us from praying. Yep. Nobody's stopping us from praying. Mm-hmm. And I, I've referenced Jesus' words, you know, in uh, his Sermon on the Mount. Um, you know, this is how you should pray. Go into your room and close the door <laughs> and pray to the God who hears in secret. Mm-hmm. You know, so every every one of us has a room we can go into and close the door and pray to our God who hears Here's his children in the secret of their room, in the secret chamber of their heart. So um, we need to be uh, doubling down on prayer uh, for, well, for for the church, for our world, um, and for, you know, coming through this this pandemic stronger and better. No, that's mm-hmm. it's beautifully said and a great reminder. Like I, when I was reading that space, Alvi, it says that, you know, with the solitude, no matter if you're just totally alone, when you pray to God, you're not alone. <laughs> And that's what social distancing and all these things that people, you know, and being away from public celebrations, sacraments and things like that. um, That's really, we need to go. It's an opportunity to go into our, you know, kind of inner room and, and be with our Lord. So that's a great reminder. Yeah. But what a great, great point you just made from space. I'll be there that, yeah. Isn't that kind of ironic? Okay. Jesus invites us to go into a room and pray in Mm -hmm. silence and secret, but precisely by doing that, we're entering the greatest communion, the greatest community yep. uh, that exists. You mm-hmm. know, the the church, uh, the church on earth, the church in heaven, the uh, the church. Uh, you know, uh, suffering that's uh, mm-hmm. on their journey from heaven to from earth to heaven. So, so, um, so, yeah. Even though we're separated through prayer, we are united. Mm-hmm. Father Dan, would you like to give the phone number? We have five minutes left, so we have a, a lot to uh, a lot to yeah. believe in. You want to give the number, please? Four seven zero five zero eight one one six zero four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. Yeah, and we want to remind everyone that we've got that special delivery from Jerry and Debbie this hour, too. So until 6 o'clock, if you call in and become a station guardian, which is a donation of $100 a month or more, you're going to receive their vintage travel rosary 
and our one-of-a-kind rosary that we've been offering to our station guardians that was touched to the cross, the actual cross of Jesus Christ and a piece of it and two saints relics. Mm -hmm. So you got to get those calls in 470-508-1160 or thequestatlanta.com. And when I was on earlier, we noticed there were a lot of women calling. There weren't many men. And then the men kind of stepped up. So we need some. <laughs> we see we, guys. We need them. Yeah. And we need the so men. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let the women get ashamed. <laughs> I think the earlier guest, he said that it's been since like the resurrection, the women are carrying the word. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, we, we would ask if you are really on the fence or also too, maybe it's you, you, a lot of people have been hit financially with what's going on. And maybe this is a true act of faith for you to make a donation, um, particularly to do something that's monthly, but it would be a wonderful, um, it would be wonderfully used. And I think until we get to heaven, we won't know all the impact of it. Uh-huh. So we uh-huh. do ask that you come uh, to make a donation for seven Oh five zero eight eleven sixteen. Father Dan, I'll let you speak. Do you want to share anything else? Well, it was just recalling um, it's, Something of a, of a phrase that's used in in um, in the whole field of missions, missionary activity, uh, evangelization. That that we're all called to be missionaries. We're all called to be evangelists. We're all called to go out and you know share the share the good news. And then there's some people who do that in a very kind of concrete and explicit way. We refer to them as missionaries. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. um, and and um, we say that if uh, you cannot go on missions yourself. You can um, go by by giving. So, some what, what is the expression? Some um, give. Some give by going, and others go by giving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so, perfect. Um, so, yeah, for you know the the, the quest is something of a of a, of a missionary. Endeavor, uh, certainly in, uh, in in part, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, trying to get the get the good news out there uh, to people who who have not heard it, and and whereas we're all called to share in the missionary activity of the church, one way we can do that is by giving to uh, a station like the Quest uh, and and help the missionary activity uh, that's being carried on by this radio station. Yeah, that's that's well said. So, um, okay, Father, would you, um, since you're with us and we're getting close to the end of time, would you be so kind to give us a, a final prayer and blessing, please? Sure. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, Son and of the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. 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 Heavenly Father, as we prepare as a church to celebrate the uh, great conclusion of the Easter season with the celebration of Pentecost, the birthday of the church, uh, we pray that you would uh, open wide the hearts of all your faithful to receive a new and fresh outpouring of your Holy Spirit that, animated by the, the gifts of the Spirit uh, and the fruits of the Spirit, uh, we might all take up our part in going out into the world, just as did uh, the first disciples, the first apostles, going out into the world and sharing the the good news of salvation in your Son, Jesus Christ. We pray that uh, through the work of your Holy Spirit and the heart and life of every believer, more and more people throughout the world might come to know your love for each one of them. 
We ask your blessing, Heavenly Father, upon all who are listening now to the Quest, all the Quest benefactors, um, and the radio station itself, that it might grow and prosper under your, your fatherly care, so that through the Quest, many, many more children might be brought into your divine family. Lord, we make this prayer in the name of your Son, Jesus, who is risen from the dead and is Lord forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. In the Father, Son, the Holy Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 And Father Dan, as you were praying, we had someone call in and make a donation in your honor. Jim and Stephanie called in and gave a donation in your honor. I know Jim and Stephanie, and I'm very grateful for them for doing that. They are they're the best. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to give a shout out to all of our donors who came in this hour. We had Edith, Mike, Edwin, Mary Jo, Thomas, William, Rob and Ann, Eunice, Lynn, Marianne, Jean, Barbara, Ricardo, and then of course, Jim and Stephanie. So thank you everyone for all of your donations. There's still time to call in yes. and help us meet that goal. We, we're not there yet, but we can be there by six o'clock. So 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or thequestatlanta.com. Thank you so much, Annie. Thank you, Father Dan, for just blessing us with that blessing. And we look forward My to... My pleasure. Yeah, we look forward to uh, talking to you again. Thank you so much. God Absolutely. bless you, God Father. God bless you both. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in with us for this hour. We'll be back tomorrow morning for day three at 9 a.m. And you got to be sure to tune in so that you can hear if we met our goal or not. So please tune in at 9 a.m. Um, it looks like we had... Um, one more donation come in. One second. Yes, one donation. Very important one. Ah, we had... So you know who William is, huh? Yes. <laughs> I call him Chris, and I also call him husband. <laughs> so sweet. So Linda's husband called in and donated in her honor as well. So that's wonderful. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Um to everyone who's donated, 470-508-1160 and thequestatlanta.com. So we'll be back tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Thank you.